0: This is Blue Collar Culture, where you don't need ping pong tables, a cereal bar, or nap pods to attract and retain real A players. Join us for the next hour where we speak with down to earth leaders that understand what it takes to win with a blue collar culture. Now, here are your hosts, Jeremy McLiver and
1: Ryan England. I want to welcome you back to another episode of the Blue Collar Culture podcast. I'm your co host, Ryan England, and I am here with Jeremy McLiver. Welcome back, everybody. All right, so I'm really excited about today's guest. Uh, Planning is something that we talk about a lot uh, when working with our clients. And it's been said that if you fail to plan, plan to fail. And our guest today is an expert at creating a plan on one sheet of paper. In fact, she's worked with over 2,500 companies from startups to Fortune 100. And one of the things we're going to dig into right away are some of the myths around planning. And I'm going to let her just jump right into that. So welcome to the show, Laura Posey.
2: Thanks for having me, guys. Great to be here.
1: So I've got here that you've got a couple of myths around planning. And um, one of them is that planning takes a long time and that plans are off. And the other one is that plans are often inflexible. So can we dig into that real quick?
2: Yeah, for sure. So, uh, you know, the the whole thing with plans taken a long time to develop, I I bought into this myself for years and years. And it's the reason I didn't plan for a long time. But I, after I did my first plan, I, I, I like seriously did it in, you know, probably two or three hours because I had just hit the wall and I knew I needed to do something differently. And so I, I have a bit of bright shiny object syndrome. And I, I don't, want to sit down and and work through something for eight hours at a time, like I I get distracted too easily. So I created a planning process that really takes the first time you go through it, because you're learning how to do everything takes maybe three hours total for the year. And then every year after that takes about an hour at the beginning of the year and about 15 minutes quarter. So if that's too much time for you, okay, like, you're just not going to plan. But it really doesn't have to take forever. and one of the things I found is that the more time that people spend like picking at every little thing, trying to get it perfect, the worse the plan ends up being
1: so so perfectionism can be a problem when we're planning. Is that what I just heard you say?
2: Oh yeah, absolutely it's it it'll kill a plan faster than anything. um you know that the, the whole thing is like you you know, trust your gut. you know a lot of what it is that. You need to do, you know where you want to be. Um, you know, all of our plans start with understanding what your life vision is. Like, what kind of life do you want to lead? And then backing into what kind of business do I have to build to create that life? Mm. And I think a lot of us know, like, you know what you want? Like, if I sat down and said, you know, like, how much money do you want to be bringing in? And how much do you want to be working? And how many people do you want to have working for you? And, you know, what does life look like? You know, where do you live? Do you have a vacation house? Like you could answer those questions, Mm -hmm. right? And then once you know what that looks like, then you can build a business that fits what it is that you want to have. I mean, it's like, um, we always use the analogy, it's like building a house, right? And so if you're going to build a house, you start with a picture in your mind of what you want to build, right? You think about how many bedrooms and bathrooms and the style and all that kind of cool stuff. And then once you're done with that, then you work with an architect and they draw a picture of it and they, they make it beautiful. They put, put your ideas on paper and then once you look at it and go yeah that's what I want then you build a, you work with your architect to create a blueprint which is just like how am I going to build this thing right it's the details and that's really what the strategic plan is is those details and then once you've got that then you've got a punch list of who's going to do what when to build this thing and then you get up on building it or you hire people to help you build it. And yeah. it's it's just that simple. And so if you can think about this as I just have to do a blueprint for my business it makes it a lot easier.
0: So Laura, you know, and you, I love that analogy of the building the house, and um, you know, we use it a lot of times in in our planning too, where we talk about everybody wants a custom home, you yeah. know, and, and they want to like, oh, it's going to be completely different, but really, it's just the bedrooms over here, and the bathrooms over here, and you might want it flipped or or whatever that is. And so yeah. I tell I tell my teams, you're unique, exactly like everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> exactly yeah and and that allows us to build consistently we still got to put the footers in we still got to put the foundation the walls then the roof we get that mixed up we're gonna have a lot of problems
2: exactly Uh,
0: so i know that you're have been fanatical about getting this down to one page Now most blueprint plans i've ever seen about a house are pages and pages and pages yeah tell us how you are able to simplify it down to one page
2: yeah so for me the reason it it the one page works is because the, the plan should be something that you're using all the time, right? That you're referring to constantly. And if it's a million pages, you're not going to do that. The other thing is, is that when you when you put it down on one page, right, there's certain things that have to go in a plan. And when you force yourself to put it all on one page, you're forced to make um, really intense, difficult, but incredibly powerful decisions around your priorities, right? You have to choose what you really care about and what's just sort of nice to have, right? And so, you know, like on our plans, we, we only let people have four goals per year. And people are like, well, I have seven. I'm like, well, great. Which four are the most important to you? Well, I can't decide. Okay, well, we'll work through a process to decide. But But what we find is that when people have too many goals, they don't get any of them done. And so putting those constraints on things and forcing them into one page, and that doesn't mean that it's in a smaller font, because we actually don't let you do that either, right? When, it, when you're forced to decide, right, the, the word decide, the origin of the word means to cut out, right? And so you got to cut out all the stuff that you really don't care about that just sounds like a good idea or it might be somebody else's idea of what you should be doing. And and you're what you're left with is the stuff that you really deeply care about.
0: That's great. And, and what I've seen is from that stuff that you deeply care about, now we're more passionate, we're more committed. We actually achieve it. Is that what you absolutely. see? Absolutely.
2: Oh, absolutely. It's, you know, so that we, we put the, w- the reason we start with the vision is because the vision piece is the why it's like, why am I building this? Why do I care about this? What's important to, th- to me about building this, this business. It's not just a job where I'm the owner, right? It, it's something I care about. It's, it's another child. And, and so when we get that why in there and then the rest of the plan is the how it, it really helps you get excited about it every day. And even when you're doing the difficult things, you're like, it's okay. It's hard, but, but I care about this. Right. You know, it's like using the the kid analogy. It's like, you know, raising kids is hard. It's really hard. You get a lot of stuff you didn't sign up for, but you care about them so much that you're willing to do whatever it is to, to 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 build beautiful children, if you will. And so it's the same thing with your business, man. When you when you have that why, motivation's easy.
0: You know, I've seen so many business owners, and I've been guilty of it myself of starting a business, getting it going. There was a passion. There was some excitement at the very beginning. But yeah. the the what starts wearing wearing you out, and yeah, you get out there a little ways, yeah. and you're like, oh, yeah. this is hard. So how do you condense down a person's why, their business why, onto a page? And is it the is their individual and the and the business on the same page or no? We
2: don't put the we don't put the individual on the page um, most of the time because we want people to be sharing this this plan with the people that are working with them, right? Your, your folks have to know where they're going. There's a there's a great story, a great parable that I heard that this, this guy's walking down the, the, this dirty old road, this dusty old road. He comes across two guys sitting on either side of the, the road and both guys are sitting there in front of these huge stones and they're just pounding and chiseling away at these stones. So he goes over to the first guy on the left and he says, hey man, what are you doing? He's like, isn't it clear? I'm a stonemason and I'm trying to turn this boulder into a building block. And he's like, okay, great. Have a good time with that. Goes over to the guy across the the way and he says, Hey man, what are you doing? He's like, isn't it obvious? I'm a stonemason. I'm building a cathedral. Right. And it, and it's just that simple understanding what you're building gets people lit up. And so I think people should understand the vision of the company, right? How big is it going to be? How many people are going to be working in it? Who are you going to be serving? Where are you going to be located? Right. It's, it, and it's exciting for you too to look at that every day and to see what am I building, right? It's, it's that picture of that cathedral and looking at that every day and go, man, this is what I'm doing. And so, yeah, we, it, and it fits in a little box because there's other stuff that has to go on that page. We put core values on there. Um, we put um, three-year targets, which are sort of like goals, but they're way out there. Uh, we do one-year goals. We do um, weekly activities. You know, what are those things that you have to do every single week? that are, are going to help you achieve your goals. So, um, you know, a lot of times it's the, the prospecting and the sales and the, the getting new customers stuff. And then d- below that, there's the, the projects that you have to do this year. And the, the projects are the change that has to occur in your business that in addition to your weekly activities is going to help you hit your goals, right? So if your goals are bigger than last year, you got to do something different. And the projects are the, the what's different. Um, and it's interesting when you get to projects right like people get excited about those as well they're like oh i'm going to do this thing right i'm going to i'm going to i'm going to start this thing i'm going to do it i'm going to finish it and it's going to move me closer mm. right so that clarity provides even more motivation
1: that's yeah, great one of the things that um that i coach a lot of clients on when we're building teams and we're recruiting and we're looking for the people that are going to mm-hmm. help drive the business forward it's getting the people that are aligned to that vision uh, right. Just like Jim Collins talks about the bus and like, you yes. know, if everybody's aligned with the destination of the bus, they're mm-hmm. not going to hop off when we have to take a detour or we have a flat tire or we run out of gas. <laughs> like, right. Exactly. Things are going to get tough. But if we're excited about where we're going, if we're excited right. about building that cathedral, it's a lot easier to draw people to us and, right. and keep up with us. Exactly. Uh, so I love right. that. And I love the idea too of having it so that the owner or the whoever is the leader of the business is, is excited about that vision as well and where we're going.
2: Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, ultimately, you know, the the vision, the the business vision, is aligned with the owner, or the leader's life vision, right? This business is a tool to have the life that they want to have, right? Yeah. To to provide all of the things. And one of the things we we do that is sort of cool is after you do the life vision. Um, we have a life vision calculator because um, it's, it's like, okay, I want all these things. It's like, great, how much is that gonna cost? <laughs> right? because because it, there's no sense saying, you know, I want like five Lamborghinis in the in the driveway and then building a five hundred thousand dollars business because it ain't gonna get you there. yeah, right? Like and so it's it, it's doing the math and understanding like, okay, these are the things they want. How much is it really gonna cost? How big a business do I really need to get me all those things that I want?
0: And sometimes
2: that's scary, and sometimes it's exciting.
0: Yeah, I love the uh, I love the short when you can the short why or the short vision because yeah. you know I always think about the bus. You know, the Jim Collins made it so famous, so mm-hmm. everybody's using it. But you know, I I always think about when I'm at like a touristy place and they got all the buses that go to the different places. They got the sign mm-hmm. on the side. If I want to go over to this destination, I get on that bus. If I want this yes. destination, to get on that bus. And that, you know, that's one of the things that we've worked a lot on is helping communicate that externally so that we get to people that say, oh, you're going there? I want to yeah. get on your bus versus that bus. So what I would like to dig into a little bit here is I'd like to hear maybe a story or, or two of somebody that really tapped into their why. They really got re- refreshed and recharged with it. And you were he- able to help them get a to it. And what happened with them after that, after they were able to connect?
2: Yeah. So, um, you know, I think a great example of that um, is my absolute very first client. Um, the first person I tested this out on my, my Uber guinea pig, He he had been in business for about 10 years and he was doing what, on the outside looked great. He had about a million dollar business. Everybody's like, man, that's awesome. And, uh, but the problem was he was just in horrible debt. He'd maxed out all his credit lines and, um, and he, he was just trying everything that he could think of to grow this business and, and get out of debt. He was three years behind on his taxes. I mean, like he was, he was hurting, but he still, Like he still had that entrepreneurial thing. He's like, I don't want to go work for anybody. I want to figure this out. And he said, you know, mostly I want to get back to having a life. He said, I'm just exhausted, tired of worrying about all this stuff. He said, I want to be back at that place where my wife and I are going on cruises. And I'm able to, he's a volunteer firefighter. He's like, I really want to be chief of my local department. He's like, but I can't commit to that. I don't have any time. Um, And he loves racing he calls them stock cars. They look like junk piles to me, man. These things are ragged. Um, mm-hmm. And he's forever wrecking them and putting them back together. But like, that's what he loves. And, he, and, he, and like the other thing he does, he's got all these cool things he does. He, tra- he trains um, search and rescue dogs. And so he had just forgotten that that's why he went into business, was to do all that stuff. And the business was just eating him alive. And so when we sat down, we, we worked through, like, what do you really want? We got him passionate about his life again. And then we got, we looked at what does the business have to look like to create this? And it had to look very different. And then we put the plan in place and I literally just turned it loose. I mean, I didn't know I was supposed to like help him through the year. I just like, go Garrett, do these things, man. And so um, at the end of the first year, he emailed me and he said, he sent me this like three page email. He's like, you wouldn't believe my life now. He's like, we grew the business 65% in one year. Paid off, so that's 650 grand in one year they grew. That's impressive. He he paid off all of his debt, paid off his taxes. He said, but the cool thing is, he's like, my team is running things now and I've got time to go start doing my life again. He took his wife on a cruise. That was the first thing that they they spent time and money on was something that they could do together. Took him three years, but he got to be chief of his fire department. He's doing the search and rescue dogs. He's racing slash crashing cars all the time. Um, so he, he did 65% in the first year in three years, he'd grown 400%. Um, team totally running the business, opened a second location. He's doing the stuff that he loves to do. Um, he, he's not disconnected from the business. He still comes in and does the stuff that he enjoys doing, but it's, it's just a well oiled machine and, um, and it's because he knows exactly what he wants, and he got a taste of it again. And he, and he, and also he, you know, part of the motivation is is having that how, right? Being able to look at that sheet of paper and go, oh, I know how I'm going to hit my goals this year. And it's not work harder. I I sort of lean to the other side of how can you work less and earn more.
0: That brings me to a a story. My uh, it's an old book. Uh, it's actually what got. Um, the Saturday Evening Post to become a famous magazine.
2: Uh,
0: But it was a book of, yeah, it's a a compilation of articles that were written, but it's all compiled into a story called The Letter Says a Self-Made Merchant. It's a great book. But this merchant talks about his lazy son and super frustrated with the guy at first and then he started noticing that the guy would always figure out the fastest, easiest way to do it because he was so stinking lazy. Yeah, and, exactly. You know, like they had, a, there was a butcher shop in Chicago and this is in the early 1900s and he got pens, but he, he got all these like rows so all, the hogs could only go one direction then. And yeah. then when they all came in, they all just, instead of herding them and whipping them and chasing yeah. them, he was too lazy to do that. And so yeah. when you say that, yeah, I always think of that guy. That would, yeah. He would figure out how to get a drawstring to just let that meat slide across the thing yeah. instead
1: of. <laughs> so.
2: Exactly.
1: Yeah, so. it's interesting um, hearing what you were talking about there and <clears throat> just getting that owner focused back on his why. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, you said that business should be a tool, yeah. it shouldn't be an anchor. <laughs>
2: And right, for a lot exactly. of business
1: owners, an anchor is a tool. Yeah. yeah. So often it feels like business owners we have that that anchor tied around our neck, and yeah. we just we're stuck. And uh, one of the things that I've heard and I love to share with with clients is don't let your reason why be your reason why not.
2: Oh yeah, I love that. That's great.
1: <laughs> and it yeah. it is. You no, know, I got into this because I wanted to train. These search and rescue dogs, I got into it because I wanted to race stock yeah. cars. I got into it because I wanted to give a lifestyle to my spouse and be able to go on cruises. And they did all of these things. So now I need to work really hard, way too many hours, making way too right. little so that I can go do those things. And if I just work harder and I do more and I just focus on it, eventually right. I will have those things.
2: <laughs> right. Exactly.
1: And then we wake up 10 years later and go, what did I do?
2: Yeah, that, that's why? exactly why I built a plan because I had done the exact same thing, and and I was exhausted. And I, I thought, oh my goodness, what what am I doing here? Like I have just built a job, and I and I'm the boss, and I'm making all the wrong decisions, and I'm having to do all the work. And I'm taking all the risk and I'm making less money than I made working for somebody else. Like none of this makes sense. And Uh, I, I really like, I, I ran away to, um, Sedona, Arizona, um, one year because I, I, I mean, I literally left thinking that I was going to go figure out how to close the company and get a job like that. That was my intent when I left. It was so bad and i had a business partner that i wanted to kill every single day and <laughs> um and he felt the same way about me so you know i don't feel bad about saying that yeah. and um yeah and i i really i literally went away and came back and and you know I, I thought i just needed to get a job and while i was out there i i was hiking in the desert and i got lost and i realized after i got i got in a really dangerous position and after i got out i I realized, you know what? I had approached that hike the same way I'd approached my business, which was, I'm smart. I've done this before. Let me just go, do, let me just go for a hike, right? And I didn't have a map. I didn't have any water. I didn't have anything. And I, I just was like, oh, I'm going to go for a hike in a desert <laughs> I've never been in. And um, yeah, and so I, when I got back, I thought, this is exactly how I've been running my business, right? Mm. It's like, oh, well, I know how to do this. I did it before in my old job, so... Of course I can do it here, right? And I'm going to be better at it. <laughs> it, was yeah. it was a nightmare.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's so easy to just lose focus on those things and just yeah. think, you know what? If I just do more of what I'm doing now, it'll get better. Right. Exactly. And it's almost never the case. Like that's the definition yeah. of insanity. Right. You know, doing the same thing I'm doing now and hoping it'll change. And, uh, yeah, and
2: yeah, and it's one of the things that I I stomp all my clients about is when they're doing their plan updates each year and, you know, they're, they're like updating their activities or something. They're like, Oh yeah, I'm going to just do more of this. (laughs) And I'm like, so you're going to just work harder. Like that, that's your strategy. Really work harder. Yeah. And and they're like, Oh, I didn't think about it like that. I'm like, well, yeah, if you say you're going to, you know, serve twice as many clients, then." Somebody's got to work harder. Work harder. I'm like, where's the planning piece? You know, where's the hiring piece in your plan? Because and they're like, "Oh, yeah." <laughs> you know?
1: Yeah, and that's one of the biggest challenges I see with especially new entrepreneurs is we start working at this and we're like, "You know what if I just put in more time?" Like right. there's nobody that says I have to stop. I don't have to clock out anymore. I can just put in right. more time. I can put in more effort. I can do more. And then you know, you wake up a couple of years later and you, you're like, you know, I had a buddy of mine few, you know, a couple of years into business. I was into business. He's like I'm thinking about starting my own business because I want to work less hours. He's like, I'm working <laughs> 45, 50 hours a week right now. And I just, I, I know I can work less if I go start my own business. And I was like 45 hours a week. You're so cute. I remember yeah. when I had a part-time job <laughs> 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 as a business owner 45 like we blow by that on Tuesday.
2: <laughs> right, so. exactly. And 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 that's the thing like it, it doesn't have to be that way. I mean, when you're first getting started there's just a lot of stuff that has to be done. Like let's face mm-hmm. it. You know, you're not going to come out of the gate and make work 20 hours a week mm-hmm. and make a million dollars. Like it's just it just it's possible, I'm sure, but I don't know how to do it. But man, if you're still beating yourself over the head and working yourself to death at year three, you need a better plan, mm-hmm. right? You need to be thinking harder about your business instead of working harder in your business.
0: Before I really dove into strategic planning and, uh, and understanding how to control my business versus let it, let it control me. Uh, mm-hmm. this whole scenario had happened where I had, uh, prior to starting my first, uh, business, I had, My first son, we went on like several vacations that year, Hawaii, the Caribbean, weeks off, um, several just around the States. I think we had all in total is like five or six vacations, you know, Mm -hmm. started my business, had one body shop, had another kid. Uh, We went on one vacation that year, (laughs) (laughs) greatly downsized. A year or two passes by, I have another kid and I start another body shop and we go for a weekend getaway that year. (laughs) (laughs) I told my wife, we're going the wrong direction. This is not working. Every kid that comes along and every business venture that comes along, we get less time away. We got to figure this out. And that's when I dove into the strategic planning and how do I master this? How do I change this? Because I have to get control of, it, there's no way I'm going to die trying to do it this way.
2: Absolutely. And, and so many people do. And, um, you know, they, they, the sad part to me is, you know, the families that get neglected because somebody's they're, they're trying to provide for the family and they're trying to make their family life better, but they blow 10 years. Right. Just horrible. And, you know, yeah. Yeah. And, and it's like their intent is so good and their execution is so bad. And it's just heartbreaking.
0: It it is extremely sad, and unfortunately, I mean, (laughs) my family's dealt with it. I see a lot of entrepreneurs that that's the norm, and you know, you got to invest now. That's the that's the mantra. You got to invest now, but there has to be some boundaries with your time investments Mm -hmm. and and strategically. Me and my wife have come to some, you know. During that time, we came to some agreements that, hey, if I'm going to put these extra hours and we had to know what is this going to mean for us, what is that result? Right. And it starts fo- focusing you to become extremely clear that if I am going to put 80 hours in this week or and over the next month, why am I doing that? What am I trying to right. get out of it so that yeah. I don't do that in the next month? You know, right. And so like when we were launching a new uh, body shop or we were going to take on a new process that was going to simplify the business or help it to scale, and we knew what that was, and then I went to working the 80 hours for a few weeks, we all could understand that. But there had to be a commitment that we were coming off of that and a clear yeah. result of what we were getting. And I found that that gave us more balance as we were trying to grow. Because like you said, when you first start out, you do have to do everything. There's not everybody out there that you can send everything to and delegate it all and all that great fun stuff. Right.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You don't even know what needs to be done half the time, you know? So trying to delegate, it would be like, you're know, like, Hey buddy, here's my credit card. Go down to Lowe's and buy some stuff. Cause we're building a house. Right. You know, I mean, it's <laughs> it's that level of insanity. Um, you, yeah. you You do have to do it yourself. And I think, you know, one of the things with the, with the family piece and, And I love that you guys made those agreements because, um, you know, when you really start thinking about it's not just your absence from the family that's taking a toll on it. It's all the things that you would be doing that now your family has to pick up the slack on. Right. You know, it's it's all all your if you were there, you'd be doing things, you'd be helping out. There's so much stuff that you would be engaged in. And now you're asking your family to bear that entire burden. And I think sometimes when you think about it that way you know, you start thinking about, Oh man, I'm, I'm asking way too much of my spouse. Mm. Like I'm asking them to be two parents and run a household. And like, what the heck? That, that That's so unfair of me, you know? And, 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 you know, you're asking your kids to do a lot of things on their own. You know, you're asking them, you're not there to help them with the homework and to figure stuff out. So you're asking um. them to do all that stuff on them on their own. And, and, grow up by themselves. Like who, who wants that?
0: And sometimes you're doing it even when you're there because of the pressure.
2: Right. Exactly. Yeah. You're only half there. And that, that's one of the, the things that I think is super powerful is when you, when you have a plan and, and, you know, like I always I use the house thing, right. You know, you've got the punch list and, and the punch list gets down to who's doing what today, right. It's not like we're going to show up at the site. And we're just going to get as much done as we can. Right. Like we know what we're installing today. We know what our goal is for today. And when it's done, we go home. And so we we use a a tool for that. Um, It's called a daily success checklist. And that that becomes that daily punch list. Right. It's like, what do I have to do today? And when I'm done, uh, I can go home and I can go home with a clear mind because I know what's coming tomorrow. Right? And I don't have to think about it. I don't have to worry about it. It's all planned out. I just have to show up and execute. And it it takes that pressure away. So when you're home with your family, you're fully engaged with them.
1: I think it's remarkable how you work with business leaders on planning, strategic planning, where are they going with the company, but then you pull it back and say, okay, you got to have a plan for your life. you got to have a plan for your family. Like this doesn't just stop when you clock in and clock out, especially as an entrepreneur. Uh, Yeah. I've heard people talk about this work-life balance and whether or not it's a myth. And uh, I'm, I'm of the mindset that my work and life is balanced because it's intertwined. Right. (laughs)
2: Exactly. Exactly. You know, work
1: and and life, I have to figure out how to work them together. And so if at 10 o'clock, I want to go see my daughter at a play at school in the, you know, in the morning, then I'm going to go do that. And just know that work might be a little later that night, but I'm going to make time for blending all that in together. I've really enjoyed our conversation today. And I know that there are people right now listening going, Hey, I want to know more about this one page plan, this couple of hours I need to invest to plan for the entire year. Like almost sounds too good to be true, but I'm willing to check it out. So yeah. How do people find you? How do they get more information? And I think you even got something free for our listeners, right?
2: I do. Yeah. So, um, if you just, it get a one page on our site, that's super helpful. It's so our site is simple success And if you go to forward slash strategic, the entire plan, the, the, how do you do the one page plan is there. We have an online course version of it. That's 97 bucks. So, it, and it takes three hours to complete. Like, I, I don't believe in 80 hour courses and it's, anybody got time for that. Um, so that's yeah. a place to learn about the the whole plan um, and and how to get it done, uh, super easy. And then that um, the thing that I want to give you is I want to give you that daily success checklist because it has been the single most powerful tool I've ever used in my life. It's what do I need to do at the beginning of the day to set myself up for success? What are the things that need to happen today so that I can go home um, with a clear conscience? And then at the, the, there's a, a column at the end where you reflect on the day. Um, It takes about two to three minutes to do the reflection piece. And it's really cool because that that's the piece that lets you really step back and look at, you know, what did I do? How did I do things today? Is there anything I'm going to change things that I'm grateful for? And it, it, it sort of closes out the work day for you. And so when that piece of paper is checked off during the, throughout the day and, and the last check marks done, you can go home and know that everything's in place. You're, done. You can relax. You can let your mind go and be fully with your family when you get home. And so um, if you go to simplesuccessplans.com forward slash daily, you can get um, a copy of the checklist. There's a printable version. There's an online version. There's a a tutorial video to show you how to fill in each. There's um, some samples and examples If you're business owners, when you you sign up, um, we're going to ask you, are you a business owner or not? Make sure you check the business owner box so that you get the business owner version of the plan.
1: That's great. So I mean, such a... Small investment for such a great return. And we're always looking for return on investment in our business and a couple of hours and just a little bit of strategic thinking. And you can have a plan that will take your business uh, through the rest of the year and just help you find that success and get you back to the things that are most important. Uh, yeah. We always say so you can have it
2: done by dinner time.
1: I love it. Thank you so much, Laura. I've really enjoyed the time today. Um, look forward to connecting again in the future.
2: Thanks, man. Thanks for having me.
0: The Blue Collar Culture Podcast is sponsored by BlueCollarCulture.com. We help entrepreneurs create a healthy culture and build a self-managing business. To learn more, go to BlueCollarCulture.com.